This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. All right, it's the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. We in here eating chicken. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> some good ass chicken, huh? Is it, is it good? Is it? It's really good. <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, <laughs> we are back. This is in the conversation. I'm Damian Lemon, uh, one of your hosts, and as always, on my right hand side, I got El Capitan Vladimir Camaño. All right. Okay. 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 They ain't <laughs> building. Or, or it's in, in, on my left hand side. You got Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. It's uh. summertime in this. <laughs> <laughs> summertime, huh? Summertime. Summer of love. Summer of love. That's baby. where y'all going Summer with it, huh? Summer of love, man. Summer of love, huh? Yeah, man. That's what I'm going with. I hear that. Can't shit. beat them, join them, man. I could dig that. You know what I'm saying? I, I gave in. You know what I'm saying? Gave into love. Gave into love and found out it was a, it was a more enjoyable moment. Ali and I, Ali and I, Damien, we had a great conversation earlier today regarding this very topic. And, okay. Uh, I got to give the brother a shout out. All right, <laughs> back, because he's looking like, well, how much of this conversation are you going to tell? <laughs> yeah, we, was on, we was on an ultralight you know, beam, you know what I mean? <laughs> ultralight beam, is that what y'all call the new you know, conversations? <laughs> The reason the, the the reason I leave the voice of your choice, man, is that brother is a, a wealth of just grown man information. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And uh, the brother, you know, I was dealing with a little dilemma here, and I gave him a call, and he gave me some some excellent, uh, excellent, excellent uh, guidance. All right. That's what's up. You want to talk about what you talked about? <laughs> uh, well, man, <laughs> not, 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 uh, not, not shit, not shit. You know, all right, all right. Not, not per se, uh, but you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yeah. man, you just, when you're out here in these streets and you, you're out here getting grown and shit, you can't be scared of how you feel out here, man. You can't be scared of living your truth. That's all. That was the word for the day. Man. I hear that. Live in it, man. Live in the truth. Embracing it. Guys, live, ain't, ain't nothing live, more powerful yeah. than that. I hear that. So better. For better or worse. Yeah, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Nobody can't can't blame you for your truth, man. You can't lose with it. There it is. Well, the truth is, this is our 100th episode. 100 yeah. doing you know this the, hundred, the dove. A hundred episodes of In the Conversation. This is the 100th one. The hundo. All of them was free. All. All of them it's was up worth something. So far, <laughs> not a lot of what we're gonna get at to the people, too. I believe, all right, all right, I believe all right, so. I don't know what's going on. All right, I don't know what's going on. We got the legal team here no looking doubt. at us crazy. No, we'll talk in a second, right, we, 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 but it's a hundred episodes. And first of all, I just want to thank everybody that's been listening since the beginning, or listening since 61, or listening since 84, or listening since the last two. one. Thanks you know for listening, dead ass. It's, it's, been, it's been a journey, it's been a good time. Good ass time. A good ass time. And sometimes when you when you go on a journey like this, sometimes you you're so busy looking forward you forget to look back a little bit. Huh? Oh shit. 
Oh, Philosophical yeah. deep. Nah, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to be where y'all at. Where y'all talking yeah. about the truth ain't nothing but the truth and the truth root. <laughs> I want to know, uh, Vlad, what's your favorite moment from these 100 episodes? I'll say this honestly, man. You know, D, I love speaking from the heart. I'm real big on uh, making, creating tender moments that create discomfort. Uh, I would say the, the, the uh, most memorable moment for me was the, uh, the uh, to be honest, man, it was when we did the live uh, podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And I say that only because we actually got to engage with people in the venue and I saw how much our stuff was hitting because we typically have it, you know, on, it's recorded. We can't see how people are engaging with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to watch that happen in the room with the three of us together, it just, it just reaffirmed for me, man, that, you know, we got something special and, you know, our connection is real. And, and you know, when people listen to it, man, they, they you know, they, they, they're they having a great time. They're engaged. <laughs> All right. I hear that. So you going with last week as your, <laughs> as your most, this nigga went with the most recent yeah. shit. I'm going to keep it real. You know, I like to speak with the heart. So I'm going I'm to go, I'm going to go right last week was uh, the shit I remember. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you, man. Nah, that's your moment, man. That's oh, cool, man. man. Y'all cold as ice. Nah, bro. we ain't chilling, man. Ali, what? Tell I mean, me a moment. I, I, have, I have a bunch of moments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would like to... You know, what I'm saying I had, you know, I like I, I like the twelve years of podcast. I like the, the Mac Ten. What really, what really, I, I got just a, a thing, you right? Know what I'm saying as opposed to a moment. You know, what I'm saying the thing, like a lot of this shit, what we be talking about, especially when I tell them long ass stories that I force everybody to listen to. I don't usually be talking to people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of these stories haven't even been released out of my brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In, in years, it's limited edition, limited editions. You know what I'm saying? So just to 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 come into the podcast, not even really knowing how a podcast worked or how you know what I'm saying how I would fit into a podcast to get to a point where you you telling real stories and then you can see how people are affected by them or they relating to them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when somebody shouts you out, you know what I mean, six months later about a story you told and saying how, you know, how it affected their way of thinking, you know what I'm saying? That's that's important to me. So, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to the people that's listening and, you know, that, you know, listen to my long stories because my, my wife don't like to listen to my long stories. She's like, all right, get to the point. She, she <laughs> wants you to fast forward. If, oh, all right, man. fast forward that to the end. So... You know what I'm saying? So that I mean, I out of the hundred episodes, the growth of being able to go from, you know what I'm saying, just talking surfacely to being able to to express yourself in your stories is is was the is the biggest thing. I hear that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I with it. Listen, <laughs> I I asked this question to y'all kind of last minute, but I I'm kind of on the same thing. There's no one moment. I do feel like there's like uh Mac Ten Bag was fun. Put the Lord on the phone was fun. <laughs> There's certain as you go through them, mm-hmm. you know the 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 Bev episode was cool. Uh, that was a great episode, great kickoff guest episode. You know we had a few. We had some good times. I just like those episodes where we came away from the table like, okay, this I, that was that was the one. That shit felt like it's gonna resonate. You know what I mean? Like right. I tell you one moment that. Speaking to what Vlad said when you don't, you know, and speaking to what Ali said, because, you know, we we 
we looking at each other, but we talking to y'all, but we don't really know all of you. We just hope that you on the other side of this, listening to what we're saying. And there's moments where you realize, oh, okay, they they really fucking with us. They listen to us. <laughs> when we did the episode, we all talked about our favorite sandwiches. Mm-hmm. The oh, way that shit resonated in the world, like we got nothing but, yo, I'm going to tell you another thing. I like on my set. Like people was hitting me three, four times in a row. Okay, I left out this sandwich. This is a great sandwich. The fact that y'all were that excited about sandwiches. But they was excited about Hamburger Helper too. They was excited about <laughs> Hamburger Helper too. They was excited about a lot of shit. And I, we thrive off of that. You know what I mean? When y'all y'all hit us up, when y'all engage, when y'all hit us on the Twitter, when y'all hit us on the SoundCloud, when y'all, you know, when y'all jump in the conversation, because that's what the conversation was built for, for all of us. You know what I mean? So, you know, as we always say, tell a friend to tell a friend. And, and this, this sounds crazy to say, though, D, but Go ahead. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's lightly. The word in the conversation, what that means, you know, uh, Damon, you and I had a conversation about that a while ago about at a, at a career level. Right. How important, how important that phrase is. You know, I know we talk about current events and topics, but... You know, as I've progressed in my career, it's imp- I've realized how important that term is because, like, half of your success is just being in the conversation, people talking about you. Yeah. So, you know, I literally have um, the podcast image on my desktop because I re- it reminds myself, like, you got to stay in the conversation, man. As long as people are talking about you, you know, you're going to get work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Once you get in the conversation, you just want to stay there, and then you stare it. You know what I mean? You stare it to your benefit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's a funny shit though. I, <laughs> one moment when when Vlad came back from Canada, <laughs> uh-huh. or wherever he went, he was horse shaming in the massage parlor. Oh, Hawaii! <laughs> he was in Hawaii. Yeah, and he came back. <laughs> That's where he became the shy guy. That era. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm right. shy. <laughs> <laughs> Was I, was I, was I, I was in horse shaming, was I? Yeah, you, you was, in Canada, you was horse shaming in the massage parlor. No, no, I know, I was just alluding to the fact that I, I don't like that. I know, and then you shamed the lady. I did not shame her. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you no, with I, your I dirty that. palms? <laughs> oh, man. What else is going on? What's popping with y'all? Nah, shit. I kicked I'm off. I'm here in Los Angeles, man. Yeah. Los Angeles, I'm hosting this event tonight for the Psychological Trauma Center. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, mm-hmm. 35th anniversary. Very excited. So, uh, Denzel was one of the guests. Denzel? Yeah, and he, he backed out last minute, man. Ah. So now you the host? No, no, no. You, you filling uh, in for Denzel? Ah, uh, shit. No, 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 no. That's what you got to tell him. No, 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 no. <laughs> Denzel's one of the, uh, he, he's one of the supporters of the organization. Oh, okay. okay. That's what's up. But, you know, Denzel is probably one of the only guys that if I ever meet, dude, I'm literally going to get goosebumps. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why you going to get goosebumps? I'm such a fan of that dude, man. I'm, I'm a fan of Denzel, dog. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, it's one of those things, that cat, man, I don't think there's a movie that I've seen with him that I could say is, is whack. Even if it's whack, his performance makes it bearable for me. They got a podcast called Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time. You should check it out. You know, my homegirl put me on to them. My homegirl, Sydney. Right, 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 right. She put me on to them, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm about, I think I'm going to be on there at one point, at some point, talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. What's your favorite Denzel movie, though? I got to figure that out. I was just watching Equalizer the other just like two days ago, which is like old man Denzel, mm-hmm. which is still cool, 
But what's your, if you had to pick one of your favorite, what's your favorite Denzel movie? What would be? You know, uh, let's talk about it real quick. For me, it's a conversation between, I love his performance in John Q. Mm-hmm. I got to watch know, that, that shit again. I remember the situation. I got to remember. I got to watch this before. But yeah, John I mean, Q, you said you cried? He had me crying, he had me, he had me crying in that one, man. All right. Uh, Mo Better, you know, Mo Better Blues? Mo yeah, Mo Better. Better Blues was a good look. And then if I had to name a third one, I would probably say he did an excellent job in, uh, in Malcolm X. Yeah, he killed no, that. No, definitely Malcolm X. Uh, I, I put Devil in the Blue Dress in there. But that was Great really movie. my favorite Don Cheadle joint. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Great Devil in the Blue Dress. Oh, that movie. shit crazy. That's Great Don movie. Cheadle showed out in that I joint. just saw Miles uh, Miles Ahead with Don Cheadle. He killed that shit too. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah. I got to see that. But uh, you, nah, I don't think I've um, seen. I don't think I've seen the whole shit of Devil in the Blue Dress. Go ahead. Keep going. No, no. Malcolm X, uh, Devil in the Blue Dress, uh, of course, more better, but... Uh, I, I like training day, even I though he got the Oscar. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I thought he did. He kick killed ass that shit. Job in that shit. He killed that shit. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> that, that's when Denzel was full Denzel. Like, nah, I can't say that because he's been full Denzel a lot of shit. But I feel like since then, he's kind of been doing like an homage to Denzel. Like, I don't, there's not too many of his movies that he doesn't do the. My nigga. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like my man that goes, she. Like, after a while, it's just put it, it becomes a drop. Right. But uh, Training Day was bananas. Yeah, yeah. Training Day. He played a a wide spectrum of things in Training Day. He killed that shit. He killed that. Uh, I'm trying to think of some off the bat. Obviously, everybody like Malcolm X. Uh, I liked him and he got game. I liked mm, him and he got mm, gay, right? You know what I mean? One. Playing the pops out of prison and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's when, that's what the first, that was the first sighting of Pops Denzel. Uncle Denzel. Uncle Denzel <laughs> when he came out. You know, that was uh, that was a good one. And then, uh, what's some other Denzel shit that's like? Glory. I never, I don't think I ever seen, okay. I don't think I seen Glory, to be totally honest with you. As much as everybody talk about that one single tear and all of that shit. <laughs> All of that shit. All of that. Nah, just, hilarious. You know. hilarious. <laughs> you can nah. break his whole performance down to that, all of that shit. No, I mean, I'm not saying all. I'm just saying it's a lot of uh, Glory's. What's Glory? Is Glory is another, not a slave movie. Is Glory a slave? Because <laughs> Glory gets put in the slave movie. It's like one, of, it. it's yeah, one it's, of the movies it's, that. It's slavish. She was getting <laughs> It's a little slavish. <laughs> when I get those type of, that's why I haven't seen Hotel Rwanda. Certain movies where them shits look like they too depressing, I don't turn to them. Like Roots just premiered. You know, Roots came yeah, out. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. But if I had to give you one last one, I'm going to go with a fucking, what's, my, what's the shit name with, with John Lithgow? Was it the Mighty Quinn when he was with John Lithgow? No, What's this? Was, uh, it's not. It's not Mighty Quinn. It's uh. Was that Ricochet? Ricochet. Ricochet. I'm gonna put Ricochet on there. That was might have been the first Denzel movie where I was like, "Yo, this cat is ill." Before I even knew who he was, really, I was like, "Oh, this is a." That was like one of the first movies where I said, as a person, "It's a good movie." <laughs> you know, what I, you <laughs> you know when you start like. to develop your own taste and shit, you're like. I like this movie. Ricochet was one of those movies. Shout out to that. You know what I did like? I did like Inside Man. I did. I like that too. Yeah, it was a good movie, man. That was a good. They were supposed to be making a um a sequel. I thought Inside that, Man was great. that was a good one. It was just a little subdued to put him atop. You know what I'm saying? Three. Yeah, but I like that movie. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Damien, Damien, did you say that we will meet again? 
We, <laughs> wait, hold on. Chris about to say something. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you guys didn't mention training day. No, we, well, we did. did. Oh, did was, you say it? I'm sorry. I was going to sleep, on, sleep at the wheel. <laughs> That's what I said. You guys mentioned training <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Chris. Dang. Sleep at the wheel Everybody back then. Shit. We sh- look at uh, this. Damien. Yeah, I'm here. Damien, I, want, I want to pick your brain on something. I think it's, I've heard that sentiment from several people. <laughs> What's that? Uh, you said you said Gloria was a little slavish. I never seen Glory, so I just put it in. Like I said, I put it in the miscellaneous slave bin because that's the energy I've gotten. I believe it's. Is it about war? Or is it about what's the about civil war? Like what? Okay, see, this is slavish. It's slavish. Okay, so go ahead. What was the question? Well, no, I've, I've heard the sentiment from my other, you know my other my other uh, minority friends. <laughs> black know, friends or minority friends? Uh, both. both. Okay, I got, you know, you know, black friends, but it's one of those things where like where they feel like black suffering has become like marketable. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh-huh. some of them, you know, they, they, I've heard the same sentiment, like, oh, what's it about? Is it about, is it about a slave? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and I go, I go, yeah, they just feel like because it, because they're doing well that Hollywood keeps pumping out these films. Is this a friend or is this you? We had this conversation on the podcast. <laughs> you you got to... Brought that sentiment to the table, Vlad. Are you using a friend as a ruse for your own opinions? You, we, no, this is documented. You, My so-called friend. We've talked about this on the podcast. All right, I, man, it's a lot. It's a lot. He's saying his minority friends. <laughs> Yo, between you and Chris not listening to the podcast, man, I don't know if we're going to do another 100 episodes. This is some other shit here. Oh, we're going to do another 100. <laughs> I had a conversation with some minority <laughs> friends of mine. We were talking about it was a round table. No, we had a conversation like that. It might not have been the only one, but we definitely had one on okay, okay, record. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what was it called? Twelve years of podcast. Twelve years of podcast. Yeah, we oh, talked yes, about yes, that. Yes, yes. That was yeah, one of my bad, top man. ones. <laughs> but um, back to the point. Yeah, I mean it's it's just cliche. It's easy to do. It's easy to do to do a slave movie like. And then they re- they brought Roots back. Right. And they brought Roots back at the ultimate, the worst time of you can't bring Roots back game seven of the motherfucking the West Hilarious. Coast championships. Hilarious. Game seven, Hilarious. you got fucking you don't want to see niggas like oppressed when right. you can see <laughs> brothers <laughs> flourishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need to see that. I can't nah, I ain't got no time for all that other shit. I don't know how Roots did. I don't think it did that well at the rates. That against that against Clay, Steph, Durant, and Russell. <laughs> yeah, man. You Kente ain't have a shot. But you know, it, it, I think so it's a mini series, cool. so it's you know what I'm saying it's not just the one episode. No, I know. They're gonna take it all the way out. But you know what I'm saying? You know, we like you said, we talked about this, you know what I'm saying? We did the award for savagery. We, you know what I'm saying? We did 12 years of podcast. It's been documented that, you know. It is marketable. You know what I'm saying? I seen a conversation about, you know, about it. You know what I'm saying? Some people saying they're not gonna watch Roots because they're tired of seeing the black suffrage. And then there was a flip side of somebody was saying that, you know, well, there's been hundreds of Holocaust movies. You know what I'm saying? Hundreds of them. So has there been hundreds of Holocaust movies? Yeah, they have a they have a top one hundred Holocaust movies. Well, I gotta see this list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so, gotta see this. But at the end of it, though, the they problem, the only problem is, you know, at the end of the, you know, Holocaust movie, there is some light. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like a yeah, it's like yeah, a, they could go and get their own land and, yeah, and flourish. It's a bunch of Woody Allen movies afterward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Seinfeld, Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? Hannah and the sisters. I was a slave movie. You just you just whooped up dead. You ride off on your one horse. Hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like shit. You still don't get the win. I want to see what this Nat Turner movie though do though. <laughs> you know I might get some some winning, yeah. some wins in the column. Look, I'm not. I'm not mad at a like <clears throat> I understand it. I understand it from the from the fact that you want to protect the legacy and make sure that people don't under, people don't forget about that or whatever. And I understand that. And I, you know, obviously the the slave movie they've been doing fairly well, so that's just Hollywood business. There are some black movies. We just No, we just are. need some more. You know what I mean, like. And, but uh, but at the same time, these are black movies that give black actors jobs. Yeah, I'm not. You know, <laughs> shit. That's one of the biggest fucking like shit. The slave movie. It's, that's a good question because I got a couple questions. Back to well, that's a good thing. I got I got because uh, I got a question to ask both of y'all. Uh, that was a that was a question I had for myself back in the day. Would you do? What would you do first? A slave movie. Or a chicken commercial, same, same, same check. Uh, slave movie, what kind of chicken. What's your favorite type of chicken? Popeyes. Who you got? Like, Am I doing Popeyes or Roscoe? Oh, first of all, it's <laughs> it's fried chicken. It's no grilled. It's the no Roscoe's or Popeyes. It's the same check. <laughs> it's the same check. It's from it's from a white corporation. It's gonna be on television. This is the is thing. It a national commercial. This is no. They're both. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the slave. I'm gonna do the slave movie. You go with the slave movie before the chicken commercial. Vlad, we do the chicken commercial or a slave movie. I'm doing slave movie. Mm. You gotta be the um. That y'all gotta be the the house slave though. The house nigga. Hey, you know it's part of so the story. So why? Let me ask you this. It's part though. of the story. Why? Why? Because I feel like we create some of these prisons ourselves. Why can a black man not publicly proclaim his love for chicken? Because this we, is we publicly oh, proclaim it every man. day. We don't, why can't you? But we're not gonna commodify it by jumping on on the white man's commercial. See, but this is the thing: eating the chicken. I had to ask myself that. I could say for the calendar year 2016, I'm not gonna be in a chicken commercial. I could say that safely. Right, mm -hmm. but then I was thinking it was times when I was fucked up, when I was hurt up. You know what I mean? And I said, imagine if my manager said, "Listen, man, we got fifty thousand dollars. All you need to do, you got, you got to take a bite out of this chicken. Look dead in the camera, smile real big, and say, this is some good ass chicken.'" <laughs> hey. Nah, man. <laughs> you got to hey. say this. Not even good at this. Is some great chicken. Hey, no, sir. My, no, sir. But why? Hey, my man. Why? Where does that come from? What's the anthropology? What is the anthropology? Like, where does that come from? Because, because what I I know that I know that chicken has been correlated to uh, people with lesser means as a travel food, especially like the drumstick. But how did it get pinned? Like chicken, grape soda. Kool-Aid, how did certain shit get pinned on black people? Like, where did this shit happen? Where does it trace back to the where it's pinned on us to the we, point that we, we in our own we prison? Have, we probably invented that fried everything thing. Fried everything what? 
culinary desires. Oh, you mean we started the fry? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? I just know it's been part of our diet for a minute. Seinfeld could do a well, he could do a Kentucky fried chicken commercial. I was gonna say he did a Popeyes, that would raise some flags. But if he did a Kentucky fried chicken commercial, because that's a little still looked at as a little bit more traditional and more mainstream. Mm -hmm. Nobody would blink an eye. No, but if you Chris do it, Rock, Chris, it's gonna be when Mary did the Burger Burger King chicken. And that's why that's what kind of prompted the thing. But like, where does that when fucking come from? The I downfall of MC Hammer was his Kentucky Fried Chicken ad. When he did a Kentucky Fried Chicken ad, and he flew up in the air with the with the um goddamn. Well, there's a couple pen. few things going on. with That him. was the last. After you that, feel like that was after it. That, it was. I don't even remember that, but I gotta <laughs> look at that. That go look hey, Ali, at Ali, it. Ali, Ali, come on, Ali. Did you, just, did you just identify the tipping point? That was the, the tipping point. When he did the Kentucky Fried Chicken For commercial. For MC Hammer. Really? And flew up in the air with the parachute really? pants like he was flying with the pants. It was over. Like the whole community was like, oh, hell no. Nah. But where did that come oh, from? Geez. Because they already had pinned it on us. You know what I'm saying? It's a self-hate thing. They already pinned niggas like chicken and watermelon. So we, you know what I'm saying? We take on that. And when we we take on what everybody else is looking at us and we thinking what they thinking they thinking. Which is the fucking opposite of freedom. Exactly. Which so, is fucked so up. Is we oppress 400 ourselves. more years of slavery. Damn. But it ain't just us because, you know, what can, everybody got something to say. What can't a white guy do on television where they would, where they would fucking where, oppress their forefathers? They don't have, I mean, they don't have, they don't really have the freedom to... To you know, be like be oppressed. To, to <laughs> they don't have the freedom to be oppressed. You know where they stood. You know they get chastised for wearing you know blackish or cultural things. They do it, but they you know sometimes they get drugged for it. Yeah. You're not free to just you know what I'm saying to do anything to, to wear they do rag. Is there no such thing as freedom? Mm, depending on your freedom track. at any cost. Right. It's got freedom I guess ain't a free. Cost. Freedom, freedom ain't free. free. All right. You're gonna have detractors. So. Even if you're free as fuck, mm. you're gonna have detractors. Yeah. Well, there's you know, Damon. I just I two things. One is uh, I just picture her like a hilarious like hostage, not hostage, but like terrorist situation where they go, "Listen, man, I'm a I'm a kidnap your daughter if you don't do this chicken commercial." Mm-hmm. Would you do it if they had your daughter? Like, but you got to go on the air and go, "This is some good ass chicken." They had my daughter. Well, I don't have a yeah. kid, so it's very hard for me to stretch my imagination. I mean, that's, but, that's real hard. I mean, that's extreme. <laughs> it's all extreme. 50, I mean, yeah, it's extreme. I mean, that's a lot. Your daughter's tied up in a Brooklyn basement. And you need to do this fucking church's Listen, chicken I got a, I got a, I got a man who own a restaurant <laughs> that specializes in fried chicken. And he don't advertise his own chicken? And the New York Times came to interview him. Mm -hmm. And when they came to do the, the photography... Put a white man. No, 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 no. His partner's a white guy. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it's him. But they they asked them to bite into the chicken for the picture. Uh -huh. And he was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and it's his own joint. <laughs> it's his own bitch? restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like hell no! Oh, man. <laughs> it's his restaurant. How hilarious. much would it take for you to do a chicken commercial? Let us know in the fucking comments. It only runs for six months, but it is national. That shit will be on during the finals and everything. They're going to tell you, and it's going to be more than one or two takes. They're going to say, "Hey, hey, hey! We need you to smile a little brighter and bite a little show, harder. Show some teeth. Show, show some the, teeth. Show the white of your eyes. Let them know that this is some good chicken. Two hundred fifty thousand. Oh my god! I love that conversation. Can you pose? Can you pose taking the bites? <laughs> oh hell no! 
Hell no. I just really want to know if we have any anthropologists, anthropologists, yeah. anthropologists that listen to it. I know I know a couple of anthropologists, but if we have any that listen to it, could you please tell us when, when the, uh, <clears throat> when did fried chicken, watermelon, grape drink, grape soda, when did this shit become synonymous with black people when did this become like a you know what i mean like when did this become attached to the black identity when did this happen and how did this happen i just want to know for real for real i just want to get to the bottom of that type of shit you know fuck it anyway That's hilarious. I'm dead ass. I'm curious about this type of shit. You know, hey, like, Damien, Damien. Yeah, yes. I'm it's here. Sounds, it sounds to me like you're trying to research this because does it upset you that you can't do a commercial with some fried chicken? I just feel like this is my thing. I think that sometimes I think we as black people perpetuate our own, like we keep our own prisons up, especially <laughs> especially when we don't even know. Like, I can understand if that's the thing. Like, I can understand if it, it dates back to something. That's why it's so important to, to know the history or whatever. You know, and we take advantage of our own narrative. It's like, you know, as a black man, you know you can't do that shit. Well, but, but why? But because, you know what I'm saying? It's like this, man. You know, and it, and it goes beyond just chicken and watermelon and collard greens. You know what I'm saying? It Yes, it was certain You added collard greens to the forbidden list now? Listen, man, I'm just saying shit. Whole Foods say collard greens is a new kale. I know, but I'm just saying things that were associated with black people. There's a lot of things they switch out as, nah, as, I'm as saying, when it's convenient. You see how they could do it. You know what I'm saying? But, go ahead. but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, there was certain things that that was at a certain point in this country damn near illegal for you to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like just being black was a hard motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. So if you have a choice, you know what I'm saying, do you want to be associated with, with this or do you want to be associated with that? Most people are going to choose the side that's easiest. Respectability, you know Respectability. You Some people come from this country, be black as, you know what I'm saying, all midnight. Right. You know what I'm saying? And will associate more white because that's an easier route. Right. You know what I'm saying? In, in theory. You understand? So in this country, certain things, just they make it hard. For you, as a you know, what I'm saying. So if you some certain people try to shake off everything they can that's associated with the lowest end, you know right. what I mean. So as you further progress, you try to assimilate more into mainstream society to make life easier. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. So you know when it comes down to the food, I mean even down to the to the food part of it. You know what I'm saying. Nobody really want to be ah oh, look at that old chicken eating ass. <laughs> Who wants that ridicule? Even though you love it, you over there enjoying it. When you amongst your people and it's just your people, you know what I'm saying? You bringing the, the fried chicken with you. Can you take a bite out of a Subway sandwich on TV? I mean, shit, that ain't that has no connotation to it. You know what I'm saying? Subway, That's what I'm Subway saying. Subway sandwich has no. no connotation. America is based on connotation. Well, who started the connotation? That's the, all the I motherfuckers with the whips. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, man. I want to know what date. <laughs> who had the whip and who was like, listen, n- n- niggas and chicken I mean, it's certain, forever. There's certain foods yo, we had to eat because that's what was available to us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we And we made it and we did it up and we made it good. You know what I'm saying? 
White people like fried chicken too. I know, and they like can show their enthusiasm. We show it, but I, I, unheralded. We might not. I mean, we might not want to show it on TV as a co- commercial and commodify your your love of the greasy chicken. But could they? But, could there be somebody to break that color barrier? I don't know if I want to take the sl- the slander, but maybe there's a maybe, guy. Maybe it's a bridge maybe, like Drake. Maybe it's a, maybe. maybe Drake take one for the team. <laughs> the light skinned guy go first. <laughs> the light skinned guy go first. Halfway Jewish. Hilarious. Halfway. You know what Hilarious. What I'm this chicken is stupendous. Hold on, we got stupendous. Stupendous. Go ahead. I, I was gonna jump in because you brought up Chris Rock before. As someone right. like could Chris Rock do it? They're doing the thing with KFC where they got comics playing Colonel Sanders. You don't think it could work as Chris Rock playing Colonel Sanders, like doing those KFC? He could do, I think it'd be I mean, funny. It depends. If don't bite the chicken. See now, if he bite the chicken, could could Chris Rock play Colonel Sanders? Dave Chappelle could. Why? <laughs> now why? Because he's known for crossing all the barriers <laughs> and smashing all of the. So, but let me ask you this: So he's known basically. He's known for the creative freedom that he has created for himself, which also became his prison, which. Arguably, arguably right. became his prison, right? right. But because that's my thing, it's like you got to assert your freedom on every level. On every level, do to, you really? Yeah, I dare. If you black, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I think if you any if you if you're a person of color, freedom is not always a default. There's always some concession to be made sometimes like, well, I mean, I could do that. But then if I do that, then, you know, the people. But th- are- that's in career. I think in life, you could ex- you could do your freedom all the way. <clears throat> it's, I mean, it's people who are going to eat chicken. I don't care where they at. How they, I don't care who looking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to do it on TV. I, I'm just saying. I want not that know. I'm an actor. Not that I'm even going out trying uh-huh. for no damn. I just want to know. Rolls. I just want to know how that became what it became. Cool. How certain shit. That's why I, I did a, a reach out to our anthropological uh, community. Yeah, let well, us. Hopefully, know. we get your answer for you, bro. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying. Listen, well, you know, young, young, <laughs> Listen, man. I remember. I remember in college. I forgot what class it was. But I remember in college there was there was a philosophy class I took. And I forget, it's, again, this is me. I probably make, make some mistakes here, but there's two kinds of freedom. Remember they said there was freedom from and freedom to? Mm-hmm. And uh, freedom from, I think it was Richard Sala Damien, is the freedom from external restraints. So in other words, you want the freedom to act despite the external restraints, which is that as a black man, you cannot do the shipping commercial. Mm-hmm. Um. So you see that as an you you see that and you know speak speak this as an as a as a form of not having freedom. I just feel like it's just an arbitrary line. It's an arbitrary limitation that we have assumed, and it's arbitrary in the way that that's why I'm trying to figure out well why what's the reason if I if I if I knew the reason. If there was an actual story that kind of made sense, it was like, oh, okay, I can dig it. I understand how that spun off. At least it would give it some context. I just feel like that shit is just very arbitrary in the way of they. You know what I mean? They don't want you. That type of thing. You know what I mean? How ambiguous that is. It's that's I'm, I'm just curious. It's curiosity. Right. It's not my pursuit to do a chicken commercial. I'm just using that as the barometer. Right. You know what I mean? But go ahead. You said freedom if- of, and what's freedom to? What is freedom to? Freedom to, if I remember correctly, it's, it's called positive freedom, and it's the freedom to act on your own volition. So, 
basically you control and you like move in your own way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, regardless of what the external restraints are. Um, so you act instead of being acted upon. So, I mean, um, so my man. So you, so you have the freedom too, but then there's also the freedom from, I ha you don't have, you, you, you have the freedom from doing a chicken commercial. I don't. I mean, I seem like this is like uh, semantics with the freedom. I see what nah, it is. That, man, I see it's like a it's a weird free like free. I just want overall free, every freedom. Let's get yeah. The but whole even freedom. even if you had ultimate freedom, you still put it's, yourself in certain places where you're not going to do everything you can do. Because of course not. It ain't, you ain't got enough time. So you, you, you pick some, some shit, shit you, you just do. don't want to do. Exactly. You're going to pick some shit you want to do and some shit you don't. But there's that. Because you, you don't want to do it. Not because you know you can't do that. But <laughs> if, like, but why? If if, if, if Snoop Dogg on Roscoe's, uh -huh. when, if he buys Roscoe's right. and, you know what I'm saying, they do a commercial, uh -huh. you wouldn't be in it? Depends for Roscoe's? On, it depends on what we doing. I do a Roscoe's commercial. Ah, uh, see, now you using loopholes. I, I told you Roscoe's. You, you said, I said, but I mean, but why Roscoe's instead of it's, it's and, Snoop Dogg on it? Because that's if Snoop <laughs> owned it. Because I think some white folks own right, Roscoe's. Right, but if, if Snoop owned it, okay. <laughs> but it's still chicken. That don't matter. I do a Harold's. You bite into the chicken. <laughs> Will you bite into the chicken? I'm being in the. In the I'm being <laughs> the table. You know what I'm saying? Eat my chicken. Because <laughs> it was that moment. Speaking of chicken Snoop, and waffle. Speaking of was it Snoop? No, speaking of Chris Rocket Chicken, it was that moment at the BET Awards a couple years ago where he handed out Roscoe's chicken. chicken. Right, and motherfuckers was it was a couple people that was just say fuck it. They was greasy. They was eating yeah. chicken on camera. And, and I think I hit culture. you like, would you have eaten that chicken? Yeah, or you waited till they said and cut. We're going to commercial. <laughs> would you have ate that you chicken? Have to put it under your seat. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait till the chicken get cold. And you know you don't want to eat cold chicken. Not cold chicken from Roscoe's. You want that first crispy bite. Crispy. Oh man, that is hilarious. There is a brave young black soul somewhere learning the craft, learning how to become a better actor, learning you know just just putting the tools together. One day will uh, be afforded the opportunity to be in a chicken commercial and oh, convincingly man. portray the true joy that is. Biting into that first bite of fried <laughs> chicken. Maybe, maybe I should shoot a fried chicken piece for Thorough TV. You should. And let let people bite into it. I bet they'll bite into it for, for, for the Thorough. <laughs> I got you to bite into chicken. No, but I'm just saying, I'm hopefully, saying. Well, hopefully, let's, let's get hopefully, to the bottom of this. Hopefully, there is a, there's a, there's a, a young black actor that is, that is willing to, to, to bite into, to bite through the the prisons and the oppression and the and the restraints into true freedom on a on a on a mainstream platform. You know, that's some old bullshit. Say, that's some good they, ass shit. Bullshit, <laughs> deep. And then that day <laughs> we will be like, we are free at last. D is free. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, uh, well, D, D. Yeah, go ahead. I just gotta go. I know we've been beating this point down, but two things. One is, I remember you telling me a story about whenever Popeye's chicken was on sale, uh huh. how you would have to creep in there because you didn't want nobody to see you buying the buying the um the extra extra piece of chicken. Did, did I hear that right? Nah, I don't remember this story. There was no, no shame in my Popeye's game. I might have told you that, and we were just talking about this earlier. We could open it up beyond chicken, but just uh. Some of these foods that are not good for you, they appeal to your budget. You know okay. what I mean? Popeye's had that $5 box recently that I think everybody heard about. 
of a certain economic means. Uh, my, uh, McDonald's has this new three for five situation that me and Ali had just talked about. He had to pay three for six or two for two for six, two for six because he's in Manhattan, and they don't they don't really uh, acknowledge bargains in Manhattan. You got to pay Manhattan tax when you come to Manhattan. You got to get, you know, but anywhere else in the world is two options for $5. So there's like a 20-piece chicken McNuggets with a Big Mac, only $5. Now, you know damn well you probably shouldn't be eating 10 pieces of chicken McNuggets and a Big Mac in one sitting. You know what I'm saying? Not often, but when that shit appealed to your budget, it's one of those things where you kind of... It's almost, well, what do you value more? Do you value your body or do you value your wallet? Now, your wallet, when your wallet reaches a little bit of failure, it's probably a little bit more immediate than when your body does at some point. But, because there's a motherfucker, there's a lot of motherfuckers, and I'm one of these people, there's a lot of people that, as you're younger, you feel like, listen, I could eat this shit. It ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna catch up to you. But at some point, I remember I was at this one chicken restaurant, right? I'm not even going to say the name of it. Fuck, I mean, shit, I don't know. I was at this one chicken. You're I was not at, free, D. <laughs> I'm not free? <laughs> Be free. All right, I was at this one. <laughs> I was at this chicken spot, Rudy's, in Houston. Now, Rudy's chicken is so fucking ridiculous that there's a line. like It's like four lines outside. There's two drive-in There's two uh, <clears throat> uh, entrances. And then there's a line outside. The shit is ridiculous. It looks like a fucking movie premiere. This nigga's outside. It looked like a Black Lives Matter rally. And all motherfuckers was out there waiting for was chicken. And when I was out there, there was like two people who was full on in the throes of like diabetic trauma. Like this one chick had like one foot. You know what I'm saying? It was had some shit barely, like was wild fat, like you know what I mean? You could tell, like hypertension, like some crazy shit. She bought wild chicken and limped off with the fuck, like. And I see this, I see this, and I'm like, damn, this look like this is this. I shouldn't be fucking with this fried chicken, but all of these people there were a testament to how good this chicken was and the curiosity of me made me stand alive for about 30 fucking minutes. 30 minutes. When you stand alive for 30 minutes for chicken, you realize you like chicken. A lot. <laughs> One. And then two, you, you, get, you have some thoughts. You say, should I, am I killing myself? You know what I'm saying? But if the price is good, it might be the price. Is, it might be debatable. Right. It might be debatable. And the price is always right. But that's my thing. When you mm-hmm. go to Popeyes, there's that shame and damn, I'm back at fucking Popeyes again. But I ain't got that much money. This Popeyes shit, I can get five dollars on this Popeyes, and I'll I'll be good. The shit's gonna taste good. It might not be the most healthy shit, but yeah. it's the decision I might make. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying, especially like when you don't know a whole lot better you know what i'm saying you eat food that's good to you that you've been eating for a long time like you say it appealed to your budget you know what i'm saying if you in situations where your budget ain't right you going you going to eat you got to eat or what if you know better and what if you you can kind of do better but you still don't do better just for the fact that it don't feel it, as urgent well i mean it's shit it's, it's times that you don't do better cuz it's right there it's convenient it's it's a motherfucking blizzard and the Chinaman gonna deliver that damn Chinese food quick as fuck. 
So you're going to order that shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Egg Foo Young, General Souls, all that bullshit. Because uh-huh. it's right there. It's convenient and it's cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You own your, 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 your money tight. You're going to go to, you know what I'm saying, Kennedy Fried Chicken. Get that three piece for three dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you live in a situation where that's yeah, those options surround you, you're gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna do it, man. And then, you know, until you know better and do better, that's what it's gonna be. And there you go. I ain't think we was gonna get this existential about chicken, but you know, that's I mean, what chicken to do to you. We looking for chicken liberation, ain't we? There it is. <laughs> that's what we're looking for. We're looking for chicken liberation. Hey guys, this is Chris, one of the producers here at Stand Up New York Labs, and I'm telling you to go check out our Instagram page, at Stand Up NY Labs. We're having a great time taking pictures of all the comics that come into the studio, recording podcasts, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You're missing out if you're not following us. You can see pictures of Jared Freed, Mark Norman, Joe List, Kurt Metzger. Who doesn't need more pictures of Kurt Metzger in their life? Go check out our Instagram page, at Stand Up NY Labs. You're going to love it. Oh, shit. Anyway, Vlad, what else is going on with you? Uh, Memorial Day, man. How, how'd you guys spend it? I ain't chilled. I ain't do too much. I just kicked it. Oh, man, shit. We did it all the way. All right. Well, you, you shot a... You was in a video, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Friend of mine, Rachel Johnson, stylist. You know what I'm saying? You might know her from the Muhammad Holiday episode where where I said we went to this birthday party and I met my wife. Uh-huh. It was it was Rachel's birthday party. Okay, and um, <clears throat> so this was her birthday. Uh, I think her birthday was Thursday, but Saturday she had an idea that she wanted to recreate the MC Light Paper Thin video. Right, and with them being, you know, what I'm saying stylist and you know, what I'm saying very particular to the details, they went and got all of the costumes just how they were in the video. Yeah. They had the MC Light jacket made. You know, what I'm saying. Um, I was casted in the in the video in the role of the big bitch. So what? <laughs> he won't what? do a chicken commercial though. <laughs> what does that mean? Could you explain? Now, in the in the video, MC Light had like a bodyguard type of person that was like with her, and it was in the video it was a girl, but they we re we rebooted it Damn. as a as a as a real as Damn. a as a real dude. The big bitch. <laughs> Damn. But, but in the jokes, the jokes as they came to me asking would I do it, you know what uh, I'm saying? The jokes was, oh, oh, you want me to play the big bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. The views oh, and wait, opinions now. Credit, <laughs> credit, credit, was I say Ali, the big bitch? Yeah. Nah, ain't going to be no motherfucking credits. You're going to see it. It's going to look cool. That's what's going to happen. Hilarious. I'm free. You know what I'm saying? But she was channeling the big bitch. No, nah, I was not. I wasn't channeling the big bitch <laughs> at all. <laughs> Shout out to whoever really played that woman. God damn. damn that now, speaking, speaking of which, speaking in of which. The, in the moment of homage. Speaking of which, speaking of which. Uh, damn. The dude who played the original Sam in the video. What's that? Big said. He, he was said it. He, he came out and he he did his part. Or he rebooted his part. What happened to the big bitch? D- nobody D- nobody D- looks for her? Listen, man, we ain't we ain't on that right now. We ain't on that. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? D Nice came and played his his original role. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? As the dude who cleaned up after Sam. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, the the shooting was cool. You know what I'm saying? We uh we 
we we took over the L train yeah. Saturday morning, and then uh, but mostly it was just a wild out good ass adventure, like yeah. twenty motherfuckers mobbing through Manhattan, mm-hmm. just you know what I'm saying, having it, taking it back to Brooklyn. They shot other parts where where they recreated uh, but it, they did Biggs verse from um the Benjamins. Oh, okay. So they, you know, what I'm saying they they dressed the whole shit up as as Puff and Big and mm. did that whole shit. So we who went, played Big? Rachel played Big. Okay. That's what she wanted for her birthday. She okay. wanted to play Big. Big and like she played light. She played Big. Okay. And then um, Samantha played Puff. Okay. They killed that shit though. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm a, I I'll send you the pictures. I ain't see that. I, I but put I'm, the pictures up yeah. on uh, on the conversation. They killed it though. Yeah. But even though it was like Rose Field Day, just you know, what I'm saying just a. Oh, New York adventure, way, a way to kick off the summer. It was dope, man. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Magical hey. times. There it is. How about that? Shout out to all the big bitches that listen to the podcast. We ain't talking about the end of conversation people, man. <laughs> we talking about the, the role as I got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got the role as I, I saw it on the motherfucking oh, script. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, man. <laughs> What else is going on, man? <laughs> Fucking Steph Curry with the shot. Ah, man, fuck Steph Curry. Ah, uh, are you really on it like that, or you just? I thought this was summer of love. It is the summer of love. It is the so summer. So what's of up, love. man? And I would love to see uh, goddamn Cleveland beat the brakes off of Golden State. At this point, man, I still don't have no horse in the race. I would like to see LeBron get that Cleveland ring. You know what I mean? That would be cool. I kind of wanted to see Durant get a shot at a ring, right? But I, I do feel like. It showed, and I'm not no super sports fan, so jump out the comments right now, but uh, it kind of showed there's a difference between LeBron and Steph and KD. You know what I mean? Like KD, the the closing, the closing, game six and game seven, it was just like Steph turned up. Clay Clay turned up game six. Clay turned up. Clay definitely did his day game six, but Steph turned up last night. Nah, last night he Steph, got busy. He got busy, but he got busy after Clay had already kind of gave him a little little room. All right. That's all. I mean, I ain't mad at the little fella. He good as fuck. Oh, he good as fuck. Shit. He good as fuck. The he put, little, him in the, put him in the, the Peter Dinklage fella. category. <laughs> nah, nah, Dinklage nah, 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 nah. I ain't doing all that. The man good. You know what I'm saying? What I really hate is I just I just hate what it represents because just watching the games last year, and how how all of the bandwagon Warriors fans like if you weren't from the Bay nobody was claiming the Warriors. True, you know what I'm saying so just to see all the fake ass Warrior fans come all out the closet and then in the game like you know how when it's real fans they gonna root for their squad all the way through. Mm-hmm. Last year, anytime the Warriors got down, mm-hmm. they were silent. It was a, oh shh. And then as soon as they started doing some shit, it was like they all all of a sudden everybody ah yeah. like oh you motherfuckers ain't shit. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Millennial. I'm never going to defend bandwagon fans. Uh, even though I'm not a bandwagon fan, I'm just a sometimes fan. I jump in when this shit get exciting. No doubt. I will say Me that. Me too. But I'll also say you can't take away the fact that that, that kid is fucking. I'm not. I'm exciting not. to watch. Like that shit, it's undeniable. And it's like, we were just talking about there's certain shit that he does. It's just. He in the zone, right? Mm-hmm. It he was is. like at the third, I think it was at the at the end of the third period last night, he hit like this fucking, he ran into traffic and threw up this like 
just Hail Mary ass, like like, uh, layup, just as the buzz is going off, it goes in, it goes into the thing. It's just like you see how certain people have that montage of moments of greatness. Mm -hmm. You're watching them shits in real time and it's hard to deny like, Oh, this motherfucker is shooting from everywhere all over. He's doing this. He just cross he motherfucker crossed KD, brought it to Russell. Like after they did shit at all, this motherfucker is like shining. He been shining. And he not that shining. I'm a, a fan of Golden State, but when you see some some great shit happening, it's like any type of other great TV. You like, yo, this shit pop. Are y'all watching this shit? Nah. I just want people to be. To be aware of this shit. Man. Not to say not to take nothing away from LeBron. <laughs> nah, but see, this this It's gonna be interesting. This is what I hate. I hate though, man. You know what I'm saying? Even when Jordan was out, you know what I'm saying? Jordan was killing shit and you was watching it as it was happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just like now, in this particular age, you know what I'm saying? He is he is definitely good as fuck. Right. But the commentators can't even be motherfucking partial. The, the commentators just like fucking KD will come down hit a three pointer. They'll they'll show the replay from the Golden State last play. Right. You'll be like, come on, man. Like, come on. Can we watch the game? <laughs> right. What are we doing here? We watch the Steph Curry you know show. What I'm saying? It's the Steph Curry show. Like the commentators, that all they saying is, you know, what I'm saying Steph this, Golden State that. Right. Man, fuck out of here, man. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like when Jordan was playing, at least. The motherfucking they was talking about industry, Jordan, but no, no, the industry was come on. They was talking against him like, oh, he's a ball hog. The whole first probably eight nine years, it was he's a ball hog. He's just he's that. He's he's rebelling. He, they had to find him for the shoes. It wasn't no. It wasn't all sweet, but the, it was in still the comment, all coverage. In the, it was still all coverage. It was all covered. It's a little different. He would still monopolize the coverage of what was going on. He would still get... It's like but, even with Trump. But it would still be the commentators that railed they against him. They wouldn't be him. on his dick. It would be, you know what I'm saying, it would be some of the media that railed against him. Right. It wasn't, you know, unanimous, right. okay, we just going to all ride Joe and Dick. It wasn't like that. I agree. There was a collective. It sounded like last year, like niggas collectively jumped on Steph Curry's dick. Exactly. Out of, from LeBron's out of nowhere. But on even, Steph- even with LeBron, it was a contingency of a hate that went along with him. It wasn't, he got way more slander than, every, like, than anybody. Kevin Durant don't get the type of... And he's collapsed a couple times and he don't get no... Nah. We're near the slander Nobody LeBron get no got. slander. LeBron gonna get slander. You gonna get the boos from the other crowd. Like... It's a it's a thing like it's a it's a good little thing that's going on like it's it's a heated moment. Well, we also Chris and I we were talking about this prior to you coming in. I do think that there's certain things that are projected onto both of them. You know what I mean? Like there's certain shit like LeBron. LeBron gets way more scrutiny than probably any player mm-hmm. in the game. Right. You know what I mean? And there's this like. I have to get all into some light skin, dark skin shit, but it is, there is like a narrative Mm -hmm. where it's like LeBron might come across way more aggressive than Steph Curry. We were talking about that. Whereas if you look at Steph Curry, he kind of looked like Richie Cunningham or something. He's a light skin kid with light eyes or whatever. So they they even, they even claim him as, as a mixed race. Is he mixed race? No. <laughs> he just likes <laughs> But it's a whole thread of exactly. him being mixed exactly. race. And, and, they, and they play that up. They play that up. They play. They. I've looked at it. I was just paying attention. I'm like, the Currys, they angling to be the new Huxtables outside of the, you know, the, the coffee drama. But did you, but, see, did you see what they did with, when Clay Thomas took over the game, game six? Nah, what they made him the father. And, they, uh, put, they put his face on their family picture. 
Instead of uh, Steph? Instead of Steph. I've seen, instead, I've seen him do that I, with Russ. I, you should owe him some tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it was terrible. I ain't seen it. These memes are, memes are ridiculous. They go hard. But there's this wholesome shit that Steph Curry also plays up with the whole prayer and, and, I, and I, all I'm of with, that. I'm with all that. You I'm know with what I mean? all that. So he kind of lends himself to that image, whereas LeBron, not to say that he deserve all the slander he get, but LeBron do wild shit like unfollow the Cavs on Twitter. Like, and, like for what? Why are you doing shit like that? Like, he'll do weird shit like that. I fuck with LeBron. I think LeBron... That motherfucker has been playing with so much expectation on his back, more than probably, I don't know. It's been, it's, it hasn't been anybody that they've put that much uh, hope or want on top of. Like, Steph don't even get it as much. You know what I mean? Like, even after 73 and 9, nobody was making that big a deal until, like, they started to come back. Nobody was making the bigger the deal that you went 73 and 9, and if you don't get the chip, it don't really the, mean the cover, shit. The, when they went down, when they went down three one in this series, yeah, the commentators was, was making excuses for him. Yeah. When he wasn't doing, he was like, "Well, you know, Curry's not in hundred percent." We're like, right. "Oh man, get the right. fuck out of here! Right. When does that ever matter?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, to they me, say he's at fifty percent now. That's no, what they say. They yeah, say his knee is at fifty percent. He, he got to get some shit <laughs> pulled out of his knee. You know what no, that ass. That's what they telling you. Yeah, but. Let Dwayne Wade be fucked up. No, oh, Dwayne Wade is getting old. He might Watch. need to retire. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Come on, man. It's just it's just not a part, no partial coverage of the shit. It's just like the whole wave just washed onto the Oakland shores. What's it feeling like out there in LA? I know it's not Oakland, but what's it? I know you might have some residual Bay Area people near you. What's what's go, what's the word out there? How's how's it being felt on your side? Well, I'm, I'm trying to think if Steph Curry could pull off a fried chicken commercial. Um, I think he could. <laughs> he he could, could pull off whatever right now. There's some good. Riley chicken. could do it. Yeah, I think that's how you do it. You, the youth. Anyway, go ahead. What's um, uh? Well, uh, what you think? What's you know, where, where you at? Talk to us. Uh, you know, D, I'm not into. I'm not heavy into sports like that. So I, I thought you fucked with basketball. Or I used to play ball. I thought you was into the bullshit. Well, I I left. My enthusiasm for basketball waned when Jordan retired. When Jordan left, okay, I feel that. Uh, that's what my enthusiasm. So when now what it is, I I, I watch the game for the hang. Okay, like, if you call me, said Vlad, I'm watching the game in the crib, and I'll I'll fall through for the hang. You know, uh huh. Um, social, you're a social sports fan. Uh yeah, occasionally I will say this though. Occasionally I will go on YouTube and I'll type in Steph Curry crossover. Okay. Or, you know, bone, bone collector. I'm, I'm into watching highlights and, and cross, especially crossovers. I love Seeing cats get humiliated. There's a dude There's a dude named Bone Collector that I follow on Instagram heavy. Uh-huh. And he posts videos of him just, you know, just... Crossing cats destroying up? People, yeah, destroying people's ankles, like, with, with no regard. Ah, that's crazy. Shout out to my man, Bonsu. He did a he did a documentary on um God Sham Guy. Remember God Sham Guy? Mm-hmm. He had a mean-ass when? crossover. When it's they, uh, they it's coming they, out, they like to credit him as the you know creator, the, the founder of the crossover. I don't know. You know, that's you know, up for debate, but right. he's in that conversation. He's he's definitely Wait, up there. But wasn't a... Hardaway? Was it the killer right. crossover before Sham God or right around the same? Sham God never went pro, so he had been around. No, Sham like, went pro. He went pro. Where where he played? He played. Um, um I'll find, I'll, did he play for the Bucks? Play for the Bucks or some shit like that. What God share God? I think he might have played for the Bucks or the Timberwolves or somewhere. I think. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Um, he did. He went online. Uh, what I was gonna say was, wait, what, is it a thirty for thirty, Damien? Bullets. 
No, it's like a it's it's a mini doc. Uh, I'll get you some more information on it. I'll put it up on the Facebook fan page. Because he was heavy in the hood, man. Like uh, at the summer tournaments. Yeah, no, he was the shit. He was, he the, was shit. Heavy. He was the shit. I felt like Tim Dunk. I mean, uh, Tim Hardaway, Hardaway predated Hardaway. him. Okay, I think so. I'm feeling I mean, like. You know, I'm I mean, you know, I be hearing shit in the air. I don't be no. No, I know. That's he gets I don't a know where, they, where the chicken shit come from. I don't know. Uh, just be in the air. There you go. Well, go ahead, <laughs> Vlad. What we said. So you been watching like Bone Collector, Cross the Cats up, and then what's up? I'm into street ball, so you know I love on Instagram. I follow a couple of street ball, street ballings. Because uh, um, when I was growing up, that was that was the thing, like the crossover and the tricks and the you know. Yeah. Um, you used to get the N one tapes. I used to sell the M1 tapes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You used to hustle them DVDs? You was burning them well, and selling I, them, or you had you was, like, really, like, getting a connect? I had a cat in New York. Uh-uh. Uh, it's to sound shady. He had a stack of the M1 DVDs. He had, like, a whole box. Uh-huh. And uh, he gave me, like, 20 of them, and I would sell them on campus at, at Wesleyan. He gave them to you um, on some, here's just 20, go promote, or he was, like, He was, like, paid 20, for go promote. And yeah. you was like, nah, nigga, I got to get paid. $15 a pop. <laughs> I hear that shit. Well, according to the slight little research I'm doing, okay, Oscar Robinson was known to do the crossover in the 1960s. Oh, shit, there you go. As well as Dwayne Washington while playing for Syracuse in the 80s. Dwayne, the, wait. the uh, Dwayne Washington. Okay. And then they say Tim Hardaway is credit. Credited for popularizing the, the, killer. the killer crossover right. in the NBA. Right. And Allen Iverson popularized the double crossover. Oh, okay. And they ain't put Sham and God on that. They eliminated Sham God in the history. Ah. You know how they do. You know how I go. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think, I think Sham, God, Sham God was known for one particular move where he would he would, oh, yeah, he it was would like lob the ball. <laughs> He'd do some yeah. crazy shit, like, yeah. Yeah, he would lob the ball in front of him, then he would yank it back with the other yeah, hand. Yeah, he would embarrass right. the shit out of you. It's like that shit stuff be doing, like lead the ball right there and move right. without it. It's like a whip. And then come back and get and it. And they also say that's the other kid, uh, the other guy, I want to say Ginobili. They say Ginobili does that from the Spurs. They call it the whip. And I think <laughs> that's... Uh, I think that's what Sham got. I forgot what he called it, but then they were saying it predates it. You got something on it, Chris? I was just gonna say he played for the Washington Wizards. Was the team okay. that he played yeah. for? Uh, That's all I got. And I, I want to say, I want to say that Pistol Pete also um, had a cross added on? to the. Yeah, he, well, you know, Pistol was ahead of his time. I think he had a. Um, oh, Pistol. He had a. He had a. Uh, he had. He had a version of it that he did. Mm. Yeah. Um, not surprised. Okay, you're not surprised. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Oscar, yeah, Oscar Robinson. I think he had his own first. Oh shit, man! All right, it was out, it's out there. You know what I'm saying? Tim Hardaway <laughs> popularized. <laughs> shit. a lot of crust, Sham God had his version. AI, you know, of course, had his. You know yeah, so shit. You know, anyway. what else is going on? Man? Uh, shit! It's about time for us to transform and roll out. Yeah, unless you got so something else you want to talk about? Okay, okay. Oh, y'all wanted to? Unless y'all want to talk about your uh, GOT and all that. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I got a couple of requests for the Game of Thrones conversation. All right. So this is a bonus if you're sticking around. I know, Vlad, you had some um, thoughts yeah, I, on Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm watching it intently and, you know, um, it's starting to get to the point for me. And listen, man, I'm going to hang in there. But it's starting to get to the point where it's like, all right, can we just have the big war and figure out who's going to take over the kingdoms? Like... It just feels like they're dragging this out now. It's becoming a season of like, 
it just it keeps it keeps going. I just want to be like, all right, you know, like I'm lo- I'm losing my investment. Let's just let's get to the war. Well, you might be in, you know, you 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 know that they have no if there's somebody won the war and shit, you know, that'd be over. It's over. So you gotta stick around and see how. No, I know. They dragging this out. They dragging this out, man. No doubt. Go read the books and you can figure it out from there. Well, no, I heard. I heard the book. I heard the series is, is going past the books now. Okay. Yeah, I heard he writing a new book. It just ain't out yet. Yeah. But I'm I'm fucking enjoying the shit myself still. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the thing about it, even when it's slow, you're still learning. You know what I'm saying? How the motherfuckers move and and. And you know the philosophies of different ones. I'm I'm into the brand story and shit with you know the the whole with the you know with his warging and shit. You know what I'm saying he's seeing the future in the past and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Organ? No, no, no. <laughs> warging. Oh, it's called. He's a warg. Oh, uh, okay. You know oh, he's warging. So, so he could see. You know what I'm saying. And then, and he had to learn a bunch of shit real fast. The 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 three eyed raven was trying to download all the information into his brain before mm-hmm. for the uh, you know the, the cold people came and and killed him. And he did he get all the information he needed. Well, he's still he's still getting it. Uh, okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay, he's we still getting the information. So you know, yeah, you mean shit, shit. You you know, that, was, that was when you know they. It's like know. selling the bread. So you ain't like the whole the door episode, Vlad. Uh, you mean Hodor, 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 yeah, Hodor, Hodor. No, yeah. I get it. It's just like they keep finding ways to to, to stretch it out. That was a great episode. They trying to make that money. I'm missing that. They good. They good. They definitely good. But it's like I'm getting to a point where I'm like, all right, man, let's 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 culminate here. You know. True. You impatient. I think Vlad right. getting the new uh, mantle of not liking shit. Yeah, I, no think it's, I think it's like, passed from me. Just like, laugh. I don't like a well, lot of shit. Somebody need to adopt the phrase, Dad. It's regular. <laughs> is regular I think we, is we, it regular, we, Vlad? We we need to reboot the regular. Is this season regular? It's 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 getting good. You know, it's getting good. They got the you know Brandon. I think his name is. He's becoming the war. You know, the three eyed raven. I mean, uh, Sansa about to get busy. You know what I'm saying? Sansa just left. She, you know, but you know she she's about. She's also she has a she has a mark on her head too. She's about to get murked. She ain't getting murked. Um, she about to get busy. We hope so. We hope so. That's her um, season. They already said it. And then uh You know what I'm saying? She she getting popular, you know what I'm saying? She got fans. She's a cute little girl. You know what I'm saying? She about <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying, set it off. You know, she's a family needle. <laughs> she holding it down. And science is doing her thing, you know, she got a little That's what I was talking about. I was talking about uh, the older sister. Yeah, the older one. Yeah. And then you got Jon Snow, who's supposed to, you know, rally the troops. Um, but, uh, and you got, you know, uh, what's his name? Just sided with the with the religious group, the king. Yeah, he. Yeah, that shit's gonna be weird. But yeah, you know, what I'm saying again for me, I like the shit. I like what's going on. Little man didn't have no scenes this week, so you know what I'm saying. You know, I actually, I actually watched uh, the station agent. What's Just because I've never seen it's a movie with Peter Dinklage and uh, Bobby Cannavale, uh-huh. and I, I I like Bobby Cannavale, but uh, <clears throat> I know you fuck with Peter Dinklage's acting, but I know there's a it's some animosity. It's a, it's a, no, no animosity. This is a social dynamic that we need to handle. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Upon <laughs> upon sight, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long, it's a long. <laughs> I got a couple of situations I need to handle on sight. It's a little, okay, <laughs> All right, so y'all have a bit of a conflict going on. But I wanted to see what he because I haven't jumped in the game with those, and I was like, let me see how this guy is, and as an actor, I watched the station agent, and people were saying how good that was. 
That shit was boring in the motherfucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping so funky, man. I was trying to stick with it. It was, it was, it was, nah, it just was one of the meandering ass movies. Man, I was just too tired. True. I fucked with Bobby Cannavale. He was cool, uh, Peter Dinklage, you know, but he was, he was a, you know, he was a dwarf or midget or dwarf, whatever, the little, little person. person. No, they called him all of that in the thing. Like, in the movie, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, you know, he had to deal with that again. And, um, but I don't know. I you just, saw X Men? Nah, I didn't see that shit. You saw the new one that just came out? Yeah, Pockets. Nah, I didn't see that. Mm. We'll catch up. I think it's time for us to get out of here. We're going to be awesome. Y'all be watching (laughs) shit. You ain't doing shit. Yeah, we we at, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the meantime, where you going to be, D? Where am I going to be, Vlad? Where you going to be at, man? I will be this week. I'm in Los Angeles. I got a fundraiser tonight, and then I'm going to be at the uh, Hollywood Improv on Thursday night. Um, and the UCB Theater on Thursday night. And then I think I'm at the Comedy Magic Club this weekend. Oh, shit. Where you at, Muhammad? Oh, uh, man, I'm in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. I'm running through the city. I'm um, I'm participating in this whole Summer of Love movement. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Dropping this, dropping these shows. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Catch me on Thorough TV. T-H-O-R-O-T-V on the snap. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We out here. I hear that shit. Uh, I'm out. I'm at the stand tonight. Uh, check it out. The ten o'clock show. I'm also at Stand Up New York on Thursday and at the stand. I think that's the uh, the eight o'clock and the ten o'clock Stand Up New York stand. And then Friday, I'm at the Onion AV Comedy Festival in Chicago. I'll be performing with Cameron Esposito at the Lincoln Hall Theater. Tickets are still available now. Uh, go on my, my Facebook, my Twitter. I just put the link out. Cop some tickets. I'm going to be out there having a good time in Chicago. And then uh, I'll be back next week to uh, jump back in this conversation. But as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Uh, yeah. We out. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.